Welcome to the Doing It For Herself podcast, where we help you accelerate your success and step into your zone of genius. I'm Jeanette Spencer, offering you advice and the resources you need to start, grow and glow your online business. much for being my guest today I'm so excited to have you here on the doing it for herself podcast thank you so much I I'm excited I, I'm most excited about your accent I'm here for it. I love it I'm ready <laughs> same with your accent as well like I completely love it like honestly if I had to choose another accent I would definitely be like yeah I'm American I'm from Atlanta love it <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. It's How cute. are you? Tell us what you've been getting up to. Um, I've just been, you know, creating content, working with brands. I recently returned from New Orleans for a brand collab with a nonprofit. Um, it was amazing. I, I love being an influencer. I'm just basically being paid to be myself and take charge of my self-care and of course empower other women to do that. That is absolutely amazing. Um, and I know obviously from from obviously I know you from not mm-hmm. from influencing but from mm-hmm. being a business owner so as a female entrepreneur just tell us a little bit about that journey and kind of a little bit about your business or your businesses okay definitely um so I I was in a toxic relationship I was in a toxic work environment I was working in corrections and this was like right after I lost my sister from domestic violence because I knew I needed to get in the field the ministry of criminal justice, I just didn't know where to start. My mom suggested corrections. So when I was there, I was like, there is no way I can keep doing this. I'm getting disrespected. I gotta wake up at 3 a.m. just to be at work at six. I gotta work 12 hour shifts. I gotta make, I gotta take more of my time to make more money to pay the bills. And it was getting mentally exhausting. And that's when I realized, you know, I need to take a step back. I am creative. I am talented as a hairstylist. So I started doing hair on the side while working and word just spread and so many women contacted me about doing their hair. And I was like, wait a minute, if I can do this and set my own schedule, I don't need, I don't need this. So I eventually quit my job working in corrections. Um, and I started my hair business in 2017. Now I was a hairstylist, um, and I was doing everything, wigs, sew-ins, crochet, you name it, braids, but I was more so passionate about wigs. I didn't, I just didn't know it. And it took for COVID to happen for me to not be able to touch clients to think about, wait, dang, how can I, how can I work with women? How can I still serve them? So that's when I pivoted my business to just working on freestyled wigs and shipping them out. And then of course, with my nonprofit, it's created to empower women affected by domestic violence and also to prevent um, domestic violence victimization. So that way, no more women can lose their sisters like how I did. I'm so sorry to hear that. That's a really um, sad and touching story. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. you know, like as, as far as your hair, your hair is always slaying. I am looking, always looking at your pictures like, oh my gosh, you got a big hairstyle. She looks so Thank you. Thank you. I actually have a wig back there. I got to deliver after this podcast. Then I have a client coming on, coming later on to get her wig installed. So I, I love, yeah. I love making wigs. I love it. Yeah, literally, you're really good at it. I see that you're really good at it. I actually need to, um, I need to kind of see what you've got and okay. you need to hook me up, <laughs> basically. Ah, um, so tell us a little bit about how you got into influencing. Mm, 
I kind of, I became one without even realizing it. I started blogging. I didn't know that blogging meant that you are an influencer. So I was just blogging when I first moved to Atlanta because I didn't know a single soul. I didn't know anybody. Um, and so the way, the way that I got my name out was by blogging, writing about my experiences in, here in Atlanta, especially the dating. Um, and then brands started to reach out to me. I'm like, what? My first brand was a, um, a teeth whitening system. And I really tried my hardest to make it work, but it just didn't work. Like it would make my teeth sensitive and it just, I couldn't do it but because what? I did it. I'm sorry. What's the best way? Like, so you, you obviously you get contacted by brand and, and that's a situation that, mm-hmm. you know, people don't really think about, you know, you're, you're kind of promoting certain products, but it's not really going well. How do you deal with that? I just tell them, you know, I'm sorry, this isn't working out for me, but thanks for the opportunity. Um, maybe we can work together in the future when you have something different. And I don't put it out to my, my, um, my followers. Yeah, because if I don't like it, they're not going to like it. And if they try, if they buy something that I promote knowingly, I don't like it, then I'm going to lose their trust. And that's what being an influencer success is all about. Building trust, building relationships with people and connecting to their pain points. Okay, perfect. perfect, Mm -hmm. perfect. Amazing. So for anybody who doesn't know what an influencer is, could you just explain, you know, um, the kind of impacts that you have, you know, how, you know, cause influencer, being an influencer is like huge at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really important, especially, you know, I know that you, you're an influencer, but you're also a business owner, but as other business owners, it's really important to build relationships with other influencers. Right. Um, could you just speak a little bit about that and, you know, why it is so important to, um, to build and, and as I said, just a little bit about, you know, what an influencer actually is? Um, Basically, being an influencer is someone who uses their voice and is authentic with their audience and just creates content based off that. It's raw truth. It's honest opinions on um, products. It's a little, a tap into their lifestyle. And it's some, it's, it's creating content, putting yourself out there so that people who are experiencing the same thing that you are experiencing can relate to it and can follow you and support you. And being a business owner allows me to tie my hair business and my nonprofit into my platform as an influencer. I can say, I can create a post about saying, I'm very passionate about domestic violence. I lost my sister to it, you know, and share some stats and then say, hey, go ahead and follow my nonprofit or make a a donation because I'm an influencer, I have that outlet to, you know, just target different audiences because of my uh, businesses. So it's basically someone who is putting themselves themselves out there, loving what they're doing and not afraid to be consistent. That's another thing. You have to be consistent in your posting. Mm -hmm. And if you fall off, say you need a week or whatever, let your, you have to let your followers know, Hey guys, I'm going to take a week off, you know, just going through some things. Or if you don't want to tell anyone, just make sure that when you come back, you address it because they're like, she's inconsistent. I cannot follow her. Some people are going through things, especially with this pandemic. People, and then with police brutality, people are going through things. And sometimes their safe space could be your newsfeed, could be your um, your feed, your content. So it's all about empowering people. 
absolutely and um i guess like for for a business owner especially consistency is like one of those key things that you know to create success you do have to be consistent but can you tell me like as an influencer what does that look like for you is um is that you know how much of your time does this actually take up is it like you know the majority of the day yeah well i do cut it off um i i kind of set my hours like 9 a.m to really about 7 p.m but i'm being myself just creating content just sharing it just sharing what i'm doing with my followers if i'm eating lunch that's working because i'm sharing that brand right and so I always, as a self-care influencer, because I didn't really become a self-care influencer until COVID happened. Right. Being a self-care influencer and empowering other people to do their self-care, that kind of helped me accountable to take charge of my self-care. Because right. as I mentioned, working in law enforcement and being in a toxic relationship, I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't taking charge. Yeah. So definitely putting yourself out there fearlessly. So that shift um, to being more of a self-care influencer, did that come about because of COVID or was that something that you was thinking about previously? Um, well, yeah, it was because of COVID. Like, I didn't even think about it. I, I wanted to be like a woman empowerment influencer. I wanted to just yeah. write about things that we could relate to, like as far as dating, shopping, things like that. But it wasn't until we... This was because I was blocking before COVID that we were at home. We couldn't do anything. And I started thinking ways that I could just enjoy being at home. And that's where the self-care content came from. Yeah. And I created a magazine from it. The the magazine is no longer active because I have so many things going on. I don't want to overwhelm myself. But when I created that magazine, I had my friends join me and we created um, content. um, We created pages in the magazine for women, actually black men and women to be empowered financially, um, emotionally, spiritually, even sexually for their their wellness. And so, because I got so much attraction from that, I said, okay, self-care is where it's at. Yeah, absolutely. Are you able to tell us about um, any obstacles that you, or challenges that you faced kind of along the way? And that's like, obviously, I know that you've been through a lot, especially like with your sister, um, but maybe more specifically related to running your business or being an influencer. Maybe, I don't know, judge. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the beginning, it was challenging trying to balance between being an influencer, like trying to balance my hair business Instagram, my nonprofit Instagram, and then my um, my my lifestyle influencing um, Instagram, and it became overwhelming. Uh, and so I kind of just um, took a step back. I scaled back and said, you know, well, I'm not going to be that consistent on one page, but I am going to be very consistent on this page and drive traffic to that page. And another another. Thing. Another challenge that I deal with as an influencer is I hate rejection. Okay. Yeah. I hate even when dating, yeah. I hated rejection. So when I pitch the brands and I'm not in alignment, I'm not in alignment with what they want and they tell me no or they don't respond, I get a little, you know what I'm saying, a little my feelings, but I realize they're not for me right now. There are other brands who are for me. Exactly. That's so, absolutely right. You know. Yeah. Um, and following on from that, like what advice would you give to someone that is wanting to create a partnership opportunity or a collaboration opportunity with other influence, 
influencers like yourself or mm-hmm. on the other foot influencers that want to create opportunities with brands is there any advice that you can offer I would definitely say be be consistent um, and make sure that you create high quality content. No brand is going to want to work with you if you're creating low quality content. You could you could be really passionate about Clorox. I'm looking at my Clorox spray. You could be really passionate about Clorox spray and you want to work with them. But if you are not following them for one, yeah, that's no no. If you are not engaging with their content, if you're not um, already showing them love, showing your followers how you're using the Clorox spray um, at home, you're not going to gain their attention. It's going to be a little hard for you to work with them. Uh, trust me, brands get contacted all day by influencers. You want to make sure you stand out. And that also goes with collaborations. If if you have a high quality influencer doing her work, putting the work in, um, being consistent, creating high quality content, and you are a small influencer who barely posts, who creates crappy content. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to be hard for them to want to merge with you because they're associated with you once they form a collaboration. Mm-hmm. And they may not want to be associated with that. It's not on brand. Mm-hmm. So you kind of want to create the content as if it's already happening. Create content for Clorox as if you already have the collaboration. But of course, you don't want to say, thanks, Clorox, for sending me this. You don't want to lie and say, you know, make it seem like you you are working with them. But you want to create the content that you really love that product so that way you can get their attention. Okay, amazing. Mm -hmm. So, So a good way to kind of start as an influencer is to choose the products that you align with Mm -hmm. and literally promote them and then reach out to the brands afterwards. Yes, let me tell you a little story. So I was going to this resort with a friend, right? It was a guy I was talking to, invited me out to um, this resort. And before we went out there, I reached out to their marketing director uh, for influencers. I said, you know, hey, I'm coming out there. I would love to create some content, blah, 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 blah. Never got a response. And I was like, okay, Dave Kelly said, you know, not going to work with you. So... (laughs) We actually go to the resort. I create content while there. I create bomb content. I do a little vlog, everything like that, right? I come back home. I post it. Did you know a week, within a week later, the marketing director sent someone to reach out to me saying, hey, we love your blog. We want to work with you. I'm like, oh, that's crazy because I (laughs) I got their attention and they said, we want to invite you back for a weekend trip and we're going to pay for you to have this, this, like it was what free bike, zip lining, some other stuff, cocktail. Like I didn't get all that the first time, but because I showed that brand that I have value, they provided me with value. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So you have to be proactive to get, you have to literally be willing to put yourself out there and, yeah. and that's what really pays off really. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So let us know a little bit about what we can expect from you in the future. Well, I am kind of shifting my brand to more travel content and how travel relates to self-care. You know, they say people who travel are more happier because, you know, they experience the the beautiful things in life. That's true. I love nothing more. Like I live to travel. Like, yes, yes. And I've only been traveling internationally. I, I, I've traveled like out of the country for like a cruise, but you know, that, that doesn't really count because you don't really get all yeah. the way in the culture. You're only there yeah. for a few hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
So I recently got my passport. Yesterday I got my second dose of the vaccine. And so I'm ready to take on, don't ask me where I'm going because I don't know yet. <laughs> but so I'm going somewhere. Um, and yes, I want to create um, content for travel. And then also I eventually want to create my own self-care um, product line. I don't know what, oh, but wow. that's something that I want to do. Yes, thank you. That's something I want to do. It's in the works, but you know. Stay tuned. I'm super excited to find out more about that. Like, literally. So, just let the, um, our audience know how they can contact you. So, you mm-hmm. know, your handles and, and your contact information. Um, yeah. yeah. So, my Instagram is Davida's Diary, D A V I D A S, Diary. Um, and then my hair page is Hair Bakery Boutique LLC. And if you want to support the nonprofit, the name of it is Dear Deandra, D-E-A-R-D-E-A-N-N-D-R-A. And of course, you can email me at thedavidasdiary um, at gmail.com. All of my emails are in my Instagram. So That's absolutely perfect. And what I will definitely be doing is dropping your details down in the description box. So definitely go ahead and check out Davida's profiles and handles and show her some love. Thank you so much. So I literally just want to say thank you so much for your time today. Um, I was literally so excited. Um, and just to say that you are our first interview. So you are, oh yeah. So this is literally so exciting for me. Um, but yeah, like you are amazing. And obviously you and I connected uh, a, a while ago um, yeah. for a different venture that, that I was running at that yeah. time or co-running at that time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I definitely believe that you kind of cross paths with people for a reason. Absolutely. And you, know, you we spoke and you really impacted me with your story um, and your experience and, yeah. you know, I knew then that you was definitely someone that I wanted to stay in touch with. And I've just kind of seen you evolving and just yeah. growing and literally like I, some of the clothes and the hairstyles and everything. I'm literally, I'm looking at your life and like, I want that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just taking everything that God has given me and showing it to everybody. So that way they can have faith and just believe yeah. that's what I've been doing. That is absolutely beautiful. And thank you so much again for your time, Davida. Thank you so much. Yes. And I definitely will take a trip to see you when yes. you have afternoon tea and like get cute. Yes, my darling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honestly, and likewise as well. Like if I'm ever in your neck of the wood, which I do hope to be at some point. I mean, I haven't been on a, I'm still dying to travel since the whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely um, coming over to where you are is definitely high up on my list. So I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you so you can show me the rope, show me around. And I got um, you. yeah, we've got that to look forward to. So yes, absolutely. I got you, sis. All right. Girl. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good one. Thanks, darling. I'll Bye. speak to you soon. The Doing It For Herself podcast is brought to you by the Women's Entrepreneurial Network. You can get more information and resources by visiting www.thewomensentrepreneurialnetwork.com. Please subscribe for more advice on how to start, grow and glow your online business.